Tom and welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith, living life in the spirit. Thanks for joining with me today as we take time in the presence of Yahovah, just to be encouraged and edified in the scripture. If you're just tuning in right now, I want to encourage you just to post in the comments uh, a shout out, a shalom or whatever. Uh, it's good to have you join with us and uh, We'll get ready to get into the word today. Welcome, Lola. Good to see you. Uh, we've got B as well. Uh, we've got William as well in Florida. Good to see you, brother. Uh, we've got Cassandra. We've got New Day. We've got Karen. We've got Deb. Um, good to see you. <laughs> Welcome. Shalom, shalom. All right. We've got Craig as well. Thanks for joining with us, Craig. Good to see you, brother. Hallelujah. All right. So if you're just tuning in, I want to encourage you to share the words that we uh, post each day with other people as well. If you are encouraged with these words, share with them. Uh, the good news as well is we put all this on uh, podcasts. And if you go to uh, Spotify or to iTunes uh, or to any of your other podcast channels, we are on multiple channels. Our feeds go out everywhere. If there's a favorite podcast platform that you're on and our devotion time is not on there, just email me, Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. You see my email above and I will make sure that we get that listed uh, so that we uh, can be on the platforms that you like to, to use. The blessing is we go out to over 41 countries. Hallelujah. And uh, it's great to hear and to see what the Father is doing in many parts around the world. So tonight, hallelujah, we get to spend time in the presence of Yehovah. It's just after 12 o'clock here in Israel. And uh, we're working tonight on the sighting of the new moon late afternoon at the sunset. And we did not see the new moon in uh, um, Kasaria, but the new moon was sighted in the land of Israel. So today marks the beginning of the 11th month. So hallelujah. For those that follow the sighting of the new moon, that's good news. And that's what we want to hear is the, the timings of Yahovah. What a blessing it is to be in the heartbeat of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So, amen. All right, let's just take a moment to pray and we will uh, start in today's word. Father, I want to thank you for this day. I thank you, Father, for the scriptures. I thank you, Father, that you give us words of life. And as we come corporately together in your presence, on, on this time that we have set aside with you, we are devoting this time to you. So we just want all distractions to go away in Yeshua's name. We seek first your kingdom and your righteousness. And we ask, Father, for you to move within our lives and also through our lives in Yeshua's name. Maybe be charged in the Spirit. May we have authority to be effective for you in Yeshua's name. We need you more and more every day. And we pray, Father, that you will teach us what it truly means to walk in the Spirit, that we will have the wisdom of Elohim and the strength of Elohim. No matter what we face, our God is great. He is an amazing Elohim. He is a, you're, you're a God who pursues us and we worship you for that, that you pursue us. And we lift this time to you in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Amen. 
I'm just putting some air on. I can't believe it. We're in storm weather right now. If you were watching some of the uh, feedback from Sighting of the New Moon, you saw just how angry the skies were here as we've had torrential rains, thunder and lightning and stuff like that. So anyway, the rain is still continuing tonight. So you know what happens when we get bad weather here in the studio? It seems to affect the internet feeds. So let's just stay in prayer that the internet connection will be strong. We don't have any drop frames at this moment. So hallelujah, that is good. And hopefully that's the way it is going to be throughout our time in the scriptures tonight. All right. Well, you know, I've I've called uh, tonight's message Hold fast to love and justice. Hold fast. What does it mean to get to that place where we take a hold of the word of Yahovah? And, you know, we've just been through 40 days where we're talking about setting our face, setting our minds. Come on, you cannot be double-minded and think you will, you will receive anything from Elohim. We have got to be disciplined. We've got to be empowered by the Spirit. We've got to be those who are making right choices when it comes to what is right and what is wrong and how we live. And I love what we read in Proverbs chapter 3. In fact, let's just turn there a second, you know, just before we get into things tonight. Um, it says in verse 3, Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Hallelujah. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablets of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of Elohim and of man. And I want to encourage you right now. My encouragement is that you are victorious in Messiah. But if you choose to go off and do your thing, if you choose to do it your way, you know, don't you think that you're going to see the blessings in the favor of Yahovah? So many people give up. They have the word. They have the promise. And the promise is granted. But will you stand upon the promise? Will you press in to do what it really takes to overcome? And tonight we're going to be talking about the importance of waiting before Yahovah. And I just want to read the scripture in Hosea. Um, you know, uh, chapter 12, it says, But you must return to your Elohim, maintain love and justice, and wait for your Elohim always. So we've got to return to him. And, you know, because, you know, we, we hold this uh, blessing within our lives in jars of clay, when you make mistakes, how do we handle that situation? Well, religion doesn't want to give you much room. You've got greasy grace over on one side and you've got religion over on the other. Even though you're a failure, if you just do good works, you're going to feel good and everything's going to be okay. Then you've got greasy grace, live like hell and just ask for forgiveness and everything's going to be okay. But where do we get that middle ground? What's the biblical place that we are called to stand? Where are the promises released in our faith walk? The promises are released when we move and operate in love, when we operate in the love of Yahovah, when we are in the place of faithfulness before Yahovah, when we are holding fast to love and justice. We know the order of the Spirit, or do we? If we're struggling with the order of the Spirit, then hear the word of Yahovah. We have to align our lives to be effective 
for the king. If you're not seeing signs and wonders and miracles, if you're not having supernatural breakthroughs, if you're not experiencing uh, warfare, if you're not experiencing battles, listen, you've got to identify where are you in this journey. And our desire individually and corporately is that we will rise up as a body in Messiah who is strong and mature in the Spirit. And we have to be so careful with this and how we grow because sometimes we get caught in this pattern of over-seriousness on how we deal with ourselves and we start to develop our own systems outside of the scriptures. And we've got to be careful that we don't establish more traditions of man and more religious practices because we're just trying to be safe. Listen, if you're trying to be safe because you don't know the word, that's one thing. But if you know the word, you don't have to be try you don't have to try to be safe. You're called to be bold. So the key is getting to the place where the authority of Yehovah is established within our lives. Then we are able to wait. We are able to stand our ground no matter how long it takes. If you've got injustice that's being done to you, the only thing you have to do is commit your ways to Yehovah. Stand your ground and watch what the Father will do. He is a great and mighty Elohim. He will carry you through. And one thing I've learned through my entire faith walk and this journey in Yehovah, He will never let you down. He will never leave you or forsake you. You might be thinking, well, you know, I, I know times where the Father's forsaken me. I know times where He's let me down. You know, maybe in your thinking because of how you're living your life. But if we look at the scripture, we serve a God who will not be mocked. His word is truth. And it will establish that for which it has been sent. So we have got to uh, identify if we are seeing failings in the breakthroughs, if we're seeing failings in our life, then we've got to align ourselves and ask the Father, where are we missing it? What are some of the key things we need to learn? And I want to talk about, you know, the times in the life in our life where there's shifting and there's changing. If you get caught up in the opinions of man, many people lose out on the the call of God on their life because other people talk them out of the exploits. They talk them out of moving forward. You know, I love um, uh, Miguel was sharing uh, a few weeks back uh, with me just on the boldness. I think I'm not sure if it was this Zoom call or the previous where he talked about when he was praying, something was happening. It was taken over. He was able to function so much clearer, so much, um, you know, effective. And the words that were coming out were not his words. It's the words of the Spirit. And what's happening is we're getting into that place where we're saying, I'm going to speak out. On behalf of your name. I'm going to proclaim your name. And even if it's uncomfortable. Even if I don't understand everything. In the place of vulnerability. I'm going to move forward. Why? Because I know my God. And I know that the desire of the Father. Is that we uh, show ourselves to be his disciples. By the love we have for one another. And the way we minister in this generation. We will be known by the love we have for Elohim and for one another. So if you want to see the promises fulfilled in your life. You've got to learn uh, the art of being able to 
control yourself when your flesh wants to act against the will of the Spirit. You've got to be able to shut those things down in in the, the flow of that attack. Maybe you can't keep your mouth shut and it just runs and runs and runs. You've got to know how to stop it in the midst of the attack so that you have victory and control over your tongue. You might be uh, responding to the pressure of others when there's change coming in your life and the Holy Spirit speaking to you. And it's like, oh, you know, (laughs) people will talk you out of these things. Listen, you don't go to your accountant and ask how you should run your business. Because your accountant's only going to give you safe information. But where are the pioneers, the entrepreneurs, the people who bring breakthrough and transformation within the business world? You know, those people are not referring to their accountants on how they build their business. What are they doing? They're taking risk steps. And what are we doing spiritually? We're taking faith steps. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Yehovah. And as we press into the word, as the scripture comes alive to us, expect the authority of the spirit to be present in your life. And don't be afraid of the authority of Elohim, nor uh, succumb to the place where you have to have the feeling. Well, you know, if I get the tingle down my back and, you know, then, uh, you know, I'm going to uh, say this word, you know, because I've got this fuzzy feeling. You know, let me tell you something. Sometimes you've got to speak out the word of Elohim and you don't have any emotion or any feelings attached to it. You just have the authority of what is true. What do you think David went through when he faced Goliath and he's got everybody looking at him? He's like, he's a kid. He's the shepherd boy. He came to bring a pack of sandwiches to his brothers and now he's standing up. You uncircumcised Philistine. What's wrong with you? Man, he's going around telling the Israelites and the army, what's wrong with you? Go fight this guy. You have a covenant. Why are you lying down to him? I fought the lion. I fought the bear. I've had victory because of who Elohim is. And why, why are you in fear? Why are you trembling? And what does it take? It takes people of faith and people who have dealt with uh, the challenges in life. When you face those challenges in life, start praising Yehovah. If, if you get through one challenge and you're like, hallelujah, got through that challenge and the Father puts you into another challenge, just recognize how much he trusts you to carry this through. He's putting you through this for a purpose and it helps stretch us in who we are in the spirit. And that's what we've got to do. We've got to get to that place where we are being stretched in the spirit to be effective for him. Hallelujah. So, you know, we're going to read some familiar scriptures on this because, you know, this is important. As I was praying and really pressing in today, I really believe this is the word of Yehovah on the importance of waiting. And I had a couple of great calls with some people uh, in the community today. And uh, just to listen to the testimonies and what the Father is doing in our life is just so encouraging, you know. But, you know, maturity, it takes maturity to know how to be still. It takes maturity uh, and, and that we really know our God to be able to wait. Because the timing of God and the timing, our timing are two different things. In the time of Yeshua, they're like, Messiah, come, Messiah, come. Why? We're under oppression 
to Rome. We don't care about the first coming and the second coming of Messiah. We just want the Messiah to come and deliver us from these uh, these present temporary uh, strongholds that we are facing called Rome. And, you know, I want to encourage you. Let's get to the place where the word is always before us. Let's get to the place where we are diligently seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. How much do you want the authority of Elohim to be established in your life? Then the first thing you have to conquer is the flesh, you. You've got to know how to conquer you. And sometimes we can go in waves where we're victorious and how we're dealing with the flesh and other times we're really struggling and how to overcome. And this is an ongoing battle. And the more we start aligning ourselves with the will of Yehovah and disciplining ourselves, the greater the victory we're going to see. But like I said, the timing of Elohim is very different to our timing. You know... Sometimes we think, oh, well, you know, if, if the Father doesn't come by this time, it's all over. And then he comes a few hours after that time or a few days after that time. And you realize, you know what? It wasn't all over. And look, here comes the blessing in favor of Yehovah. Here comes the deliverance of Yehovah. Hold fast to love and justice. What's so important about justice? If you are living right and doing that which is right, you will reap the reward of your right standing. Hallelujah. The, the Father will give you justice when evil people in, in scheme against you expect to walk in the, the deliverance and the freedom of Elohim. He is a just God. Hallelujah. So it says in verse 7 of Psalm 37, Be still before Yehovah and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when men succeed in their ways when they carry out their wicked schemes. And here's a very interesting point that comes next. It says this, Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil. Why? Because if you get upset with what's going on in front of you and you start acting the way of the wicked, what do you do? You cancel out the blessings of Elohim. Oh, it's kind of getting kind of quiet here in this Presbyterian uh, assembly here, no? Be still before Yehovah. Wait patiently for him. Do not fret. Come on. When men succeed in their ways, stop comparing yourself to other people. Stop looking at how other people are doing things. Yeah, we can compare ourselves to those who live in the Spirit, yes. But when you compare yourself to the world... And you look at who you are in Yehovah. You know, we've got many lukewarm believers because they're comparing themselves to other lukewarm believers. But we want to be those who are aspiring to the great things of Elohim. So let's stand in the promises of Yehovah. And, you know, the scripture we, were, we, we proclaim in many of our prayers as we press in is found in Matthew chapter 6. And, you know, it's such an important scripture. And, and I love what happens here as Yeshua gets through his mikvah and goes through his 40 days being tempted. And he comes back and what does he do? He proclaims the gospel of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Then the next thing he does is he wants to establish the understanding of the spirit of the law. 
You have the letter of the law and the spirit of the law. We need the balance. And Yeshua comes along and he doesn't give you something that's a lot easier than following the letter of the law. He gives you something even harder. And, you know, we have these greasy grace Christians and they're like, oh, the law. Oh, you know, you've gone back, you're following Torah. Oh, that's too hard. You can't do that. Well, let me tell you something. When Yeshua starts laying down the spirit of the law, if you're angry, you commit adultery. If you're angry, you commit murder. If you look at a woman or a man in an unworthy manner, you're committing adultery. So we go from the letter of the law to the spirit of the law. What's easier? It's so much easier dealing with the letter of the law. Because if you're not actually walking into that sin, if, if you if you resist that sin, then you're sorted. But when it comes to the spirit of the law, it's talking about what's going on in your mind and how important is the spirit of the law within our growth in Yahovah. Are we taking the fox captive? Are we saying, I'm not going to allow these thoughts just to run off? I'm not going to sit there meditating on the things that the enemy is placing within my mind and within my head. So we've got to get to the place where we will stand on his promise. But what do we see in Matthew chapter 7? It says, but seek first the kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day is enough trouble of its own. Every day trouble's coming. Okay, so when you wake up in the morning, just make a, you know, I love that uh, t-shirt that girl was wearing on the beach the other week. It says, not today, devil. You know, not today. I'm not giving you any permission to bring trouble into my life. So when you get up in the morning, come against the assignments that uh, the enemy wants to throw at you. And we ask, Father, for open doors. We ask for victory, that we will not be deceived at the the, the schemes of the enemy. So what do we see here? We, we talked about not fretting, not worrying. What happens when we worry? Um... You know, what happens when we start trying to uh, find a solution within ourselves to the problems we face? What we do is we cancel out the manifest glory of Yehovah. Do you want to see the signs and wonders and miracles? Then we have got to act in a way where those miracles will come forth. Why is it in so many third world countries where they have nothing? They're more spiritually connected than in the West. When the, you know, oh, they've got money, they can spend their money on doctors, they can spend their money doing all different things. But if you're in a poor country where there's nothing, they even spell poor different, it's just got one O, you know, poor. Even in those places, they, they have nowhere else to turn. So what have they got to do? They've got to trust. They've got to say, look, if I don't trust in this, I'm going to die. I've got no option. And I believe it's so important that we set ourselves up spiritually and say, you know what? We don't have any option but to grow in the Spirit. It's not an option to be in worry. It's not an option to fear. These are not options. It's not an option to to move into anger. These are not options. What are we going to do? We are going to wait before Yehovah. It says in Lamentations, Yehovah is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who the soul who seeks him. He's good to those who wait for him. There's something beautiful about waiting patiently 
before Yahovah. We live in a world that just wants to get moving all the time. Come on, go, go, go. And sometimes we've just got to shut down and say, you know what? I'm pulling myself aside in the presence of Yahovah. That's what I love about Sabbath. We're just moving into preparation day here in Israel. This is the day. Come on, prepare. Get yourself organized. Why? Because you're about to enter into the rest. Hallelujah. And when we get that concept right as we come into Sabbath, some people, you know, come into Sabbath and they're they're racing into Sabbath at high speed trying to get all ready for Sabbath. But use preparation day to be ready so we can walk in to the rest and experience the goodness of Yahovah. So I want to encourage you that we are called to wait, that we will get in that place where we will see the victory of Yahovah. If we go back to the Psalms, you know, David is an amazing example of what it truly means to wait before Yahovah. And, you know, I just encourage you, you know, this is important. You might be feeling like you haven't got time to wait because of your circumstances and the things that's going on around you. But hear the word of Yahovah. This is a day to be still before him. And when the storm rages, how could you? How can Yeshua just sleep in the back of the boat? All the disciples are like, ah! They're like, wake the master up. We are all about to die. Why is he so restful in the midst of the storm? Because he knows that the enemy cannot take him out. So how are we called to act in the place of difficulty? We're called to act in confidence. We're called to act in reliance. I have perfect sleep disorder. Why? Because I trust. People who don't sleep are people who are anxious. What are they anxious about? What's keeping them awake? What's making their brains spin where they can't rest? If your brain just never shuts down and you're so stressed out, I want to encourage you, the place for healing is not pharmaceutical drugs. The place for healing is to meditate on the scripture day and night. Then maybe you need to take a few sick days and get in the scripture in those sick days and say, Father, I'm coming before the word. It says in uh, Psalm chapter 27, verse 11, Teach me your way, O Yahovah. Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors. Do not turn me over to the desire of my foes. Listen, there will be plenty people that want to come against you based on the decisions that you make. I'll never forget when Haley and I came back from Spain to the UK and uh, there, was a, there was a season in our life where the Holy Spirit said to me, don't speak in public right now. I was like, what are you talking about? That's what I do. I speak in public. He says, no, don't speak in public right now. I didn't speak in public for seven years. Seven years. And in, in that seven years, what was going on? How many people came up to me and says, oh, brother, you are out of the will of Elohim. You're out of God's will. Listen, I was in the Bible school in the Spirit. I was learning in the Spirit. I was experiencing the manifestation of the power of God, the witness of God. My life was in an incredible place. But because people weren't seeing me acting in ministry like I normally did, they're like, oh, you know, you're losing your faith. You're disobeying God. You're... This is why you can't listen to man. And when it comes to counseling and when it comes to ministering to people, we don't have the right to override their testimony of the things that the Father is saying to them. We want to encourage them 
in the word. We want to teach them to be able to judge the word. Does this word line up with scripture? If Is this word in place? What is the Holy Spirit saying to you? And how do you walk in these ways? So we've got to get to that place where we're saying, Father, teach me your way. Lead me in straight paths because of my oppressors. Why? You need to be led by the Spirit through the jungle of life. Because there's areas where you don't know what's going to happen next. But when you've got the Father making the moves, He knows the end uh, from the beginning. He knows the beginning from the end. He, he will be able to unravel everything that's before you. So it makes sense that we get to that place where we trust the Father to take us on the straight paths. So when you receive a blow from the enemy, don't fret, don't be anxious, don't be worried. And these are all things that go against how we naturally act. But we've got to take that big deep breath and say, my reliance is on Yehovah. I choose to seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and everything else will be added. I am not going to do this in my strength and my power. Do not turn me over to the desire of my foes. For false witnesses rise up against me, breathing out violence. This is where we need justice. We need uh, to hold fast to love and justice. Why? Because we know how the wicked operates. They operate with false witnesses. They come up against you. What are they doing? They're, They're breathing out violence. They want to intimidate you. They want to pull you down. And we had plenty of that in the courts last week when we're dealing with violence and we're dealing with threats and uh, false witness, false testimony. And I love what the judge said in the judgment. He said that, that, you, that this person is a man of unsanitized hands. Hallelujah. Your hands aren't sanitized. You don't have clean hands. You don't have a voice because your hands are dirty. You're operating in deception and lies and deceit. You're disqualified. Your words count for nothing. (laughs) Your hands are not sanitized. Hallelujah. I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of Yehovah in the land of the living. Wait for Yehovah. Be strong and take heart and wait for Yehovah. Be strong and take heart. Look, it takes strength. Waiting is not easy. Some, oh, you know, what, what are you doing? Waiting? What, you're unemployed or something? Sitting there waiting? Let me tell you something. Waiting is not unemployment. Waiting is that place where we come aside and we're not doing nothing. We're in pursuit of Yehovah. You're waiting for instructions. Don't move until you have the word. When we came back from America in 2009, two years we were homeless. We had nowhere to go. Um, you know, we, we lived in a hotel for a year. And during that time, we were waiting. There was so much of that time where we just gave of our time freely to those in need. We volunteered. We did different things. But why did we not make solid decisions? Because it was so important to wait to receive the instructions of Yehovah. And in February 2011, the instructions came. The Father said, the hour has come. And it's time for Israel. I remember sharing that with Haley, and she looks at me like I'm crazy. Is it not hard enough? And you want us to take you want to take us to one of the hardest 
places on earth? And I said, yep, it's the word of Yahovah. The hour has come. It's time for Israel. And look at what the Father's done since we've been in Israel the last nine and a half years. It's been supernatural and incredible at the work of the Spirit. The refining of our heart, the refining of understanding, the opening up of the Scriptures, the revelation that's come forth, the changes within our life. Wow, I am not the same of what I used to be back then to what I am today. And I can't wait to be 10 years from now and to look back and say, wow, look at where we are today. Look at what the Father is doing in the nations of the world. Hallelujah. What a blessing. I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of Yehovah in the land of the living. I'll see the goodness of Yehovah in the land of the living. I am not going to be of those who shrink back. I'm not shrinking back. I don't know about you. Listen, you know, I'm, it might be my turn at the front of the, uh, of, uh, um, for the geese going forwards, you know, hibernating or changing. I'll honk up the front for a little bit and then maybe it's your turn next to honk up the front to encourage brothers and sisters to move forward. You know, I love this scripture, Isaiah chapter 40. I love it. It says, He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary. Why? Why are young men stumbling and falling? Because they're trying to do everything in their own strength. The darker this world gets, the weaker uh, truth and righteousness within our culture will become. But if we will set our face like a flint to be students of the Scripture, to rise up in the life of the Spirit, hallelujah, you know, not with uh, theological uh, understanding. No, we don't need that. What we need is we need to know how to apply the Word and make a difference. What does it say in the Word here in verse 31? But those who hope in Yehovah will renew their strength. So because you hope in Yehovah, there's going to be a difference in your life and the life of those around you. Why? Because in spiritual warfare, those who do not have Yeshua have no defense against Hasatan. No defense. Oh, brother, they're just relying on natural laws. Listen, the enemy can take you out if you don't have Yeshua. But we have authority in the Spirit. We are called to speak to the principalities. We are called to deal with, uh, you know, uh, the powers of the air. And, you know, I want to encourage you on a daily basis. Are you dealing in spiritual warfare? Well, you know, I deal with spiritual warfare once a year. It comes to the beginning of the year. I go through some spiritual warfare. Then I forget about it all year long. No, there are rulers there are authorities um, against the powers of this dark world. We've got to deal with this dark world, the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Where is the body of Messiah that's going to stand up and start dealing with that which is in the, the heavenly realm? We will see so many more victories. So many more healings. Why? We come against that spirit of doubt in Yeshua's name. We ask for an open heaven over our gatherings. We ask for an open heaven that the Ruach HaKodesh will move upon us in a mighty way. May we experience the mikvah of the Ruach HaKodesh and his fire on an ongoing basis. We need the baptism of the spirit and fire on a continual basis. Hallelujah. 
Those who hope in Yehovah will renew their strength. They'll soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and will not faint. We live in a generation that's so medicated. They've got so much suppressants in them because they can't handle life. They can't deal with the, the day-to-day of life. It's so stressful. And what's the answer? The answer is not pharmaceuticals. The answer is to come to the Word and stand upon the Word and see the victory in Messiah. So I want to encourage you. This is the day to rise up. This is the day where we will see the salvation of Yahovah manifest within our lives. And we are not called to shrink back. We are called to be those who wait before Yahovah. So be encouraged today that, uh, you know, the promises that he has given you, they will come to pass. And, and you might be thinking, well, I haven't seen it yet. Well, it's, maybe it's not for right now. But he's got to get everything in order so that you see the victory of what the Father has in store for you. Hallelujah. So it says in Isaiah chapter 64, verse 4, Since ancient times no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any uh, Elohim beside you who acts on behalf of those who wait for him. We have a God who acts on behalf of those who wait. So what do we say tonight? Hold fast to love and justice. But hear the word of Yehovah more than anything. This is the day to wait before him. That you will receive power from on high. That you will be equipped. That we will come to the place and engage in spiritual warfare. Alcoholism, you are nothing to my God. Drug addiction, you are nothing to my God. Smoking, you are nothing to my God. We are not called to be controlled by a plant. Hallelujah. Well, I'm just addicted. What, you're addicted to a plant? Well, who are you? You know, is a plant more powerful than you? Or are we going to have the authority of the Spirit and rise up and be who the Father has called us to be? We have a God who acts on our behalf for those who wait for him. So my encouragement today is that we get to the place that we hold fast. Fall in love with Yeshua. Fall in love with justice. Hallelujah. Let love and faithfulness be hung around your neck. Let it be ever before you as we come before the Father and saying, I'm going to be patient. I'm not going to fret. I'm not going to be angry. I'm not going to lose my temper over the things that's happened to me. I'm not going to get medicated. I'm going to get better in the presence of Yahovah. No wonder so many people are Medicaid because they don't have the scriptures. But if we have the scriptures, do me a favor and start working on a plan to make sure that you're not on forms of medication that's dealing with, uh, you know, our emotions and our structure. Why? We can overcome there is victory in Messiah. And I'm not telling anyone right now, come off your meds, your medication. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying start a plan and create a disciplined life to be set free so that you can be equipped to be useful for the kingdom. Hallelujah. What a blessing it is to read the word. What a blessing it is to see his promises, that his promises are yes and amen, that we stand upon the promises 
of Yahovah. I believe it is time for us to see through his eyes that this is the day where we will see just a, a manifestation of the works of Elohim within our lives. And he who began a good work in me will be faithful to complete it. Do we believe that? Do we believe that uh, he is going to do a mighty work within our lives? You are born for a purpose. This is the time. What does it say in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20? Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that as it, that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the ecclesia, in the assembly and in Messiah Yeshua throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. What's the promise? For... Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine. Why? According to his power that's at work within us. Is the power of Elohim at work within you? Well, if you don't know how to deal with the principalities, if you're not engaging in spiritual warfare in the heavenly realm, you're going to lack in the power of Yehovah working through you. Why? Because where does the power, where do the miracles come from? You've got to speak the, the, the miracles into being. Like I'm, I'm prophesying and proclaiming, addictions go in Yeshua's name. Get off our bodies in Yeshua's name. That spirit of addiction, I come against you by the blood of the Lamb. In Yeshua's name, get out of here. In Yeshua's name. We don't want to be a people that are addicted to anything other than Yeshua. Hallelujah. It's a day of overcoming. Thank you, Father. It's a day of overcoming. So I want to thank you for joining with us tonight. That's the word I want to get out. Wait, be patient. Come on. Don't get ahead of Elohim. Don't fret. Stop trying to work it out in your eyes. Stop trying to work everything out that's going on around you. And just press in, but deal with the warfare in the heavenly realm. And you will experience a greater power and manifestation of the glory of Elohim within your life. So if you're blessed and encouraged, please send me an email. Come on, we're getting ready for January's newsletter in a couple of weeks or whatever the date is. A couple of weeks, yeah. So just send in your testimonies if the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. If you're being impacted by uh, the times that we have together with the Zoom calls, with our fellowship together, you know, with the ministry that we're doing here, then I encourage you, write a testimony, share a testimony. Why? Because we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And as I share testimonies, I know that people get set free because of the things we've gone through in our lives. So I'm encouraging you, submit your testimonies. What's the Father saying to you? Is he giving you a word? Is he giving you a scripture? Is, is he giving you something to hang on to? You know, what's the Holy Spirit doing within your life? Write to us, Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. If you're blessed and encouraged with the message uh, and with the ministry, I want to encourage you. Tithe into Bulldoze of Faith. Give into this ministry. You know, I'm praying that the Father will raise up people who will give on an ongoing basis so we can have a strong support system for what purpose? That we can develop a strong community and we can minister to the community properly 
and provide for the needs within the community. This is how the body of Messiah needs to work. So I encourage you, if you're blessed with Bulldogs of Faith, God of Life Ministries, then take a moment right now. Don't wait till tomorrow. Take a moment right now. Click on bulldozeoffaith.com forward slash give. You can see the link above. And and just make a, a donation and say, I am... I'm I'm giving because I want to see more lives touched. I want to see more lives impacted. That we can get written materials done, discipleship training manuals. All these different things will be produced because the Father is providing through His people. We're called to give back to Elohim the blessings that He gives to us. Hallelujah! And that's what our giving is all about. It's our appreciation before Yahovah. You're not giving to man, but we're giving back to Elohim. So thank you for your time tonight. It really has been a blessing to share with you tonight. We're in the midst of the storms here. Hallelujah. So, you know, I'm going to listen to the the, the wind and the rain battering off the uh, shutters tonight. That's okay. I love it. It's great. Why I'm going to sleep perfect with my perfect sleep disorder, knowing that I'm safe in the presence of Yahovah. So wherever you're watching from, wherever you're listening from, from those in podcast, until next time, or till tomorrow, hallelujah, shalom, shalom, hallelujah.